the special Thanksgiving Eve service from Connection Community Church for Wednesday, November 25th, 2015. Truths that transform gratitude. Given by disciple member Suzanne Reff. Good evening, Connection Community Church. What an honor it is to be with you tonight. They say it's always great to open a message with an inspiring quote. So as I was preparing tonight, I was reminded of a very wise lady you may all know. And if you see her and you ask her how she's doing, she will most likely say, today's another day and I'm thankful for it. This very sweet lady and author of this quote is our very own Miss Ethley Davis. You see, Miss Ethley knows the truth about gratitude. She knows Psalm 118, verse 24. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I am Suzanne Reff, and I have been saved by my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's pray. God, I just thank you for this amazing night, this opportunity to turn our hearts to you and all that you've done in our lives. Lord, I pray that tonight the only thing that would be reflected is you, your love, and the truth of your word. God, let your Holy Spirit rest on this place in a real and powerful way that we would see your movement tonight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In recent weeks, we've been talking about truths that transform. The truth found in God's word has the power to transform our lives. Tonight, we will explore the truth of gratitude or thanksgiving, a truth that has transformed my life, the lives of many others, and the life of Miss Esselie. Gratitude has the power to change your thoughts, which will change your attitudes, which will then change your actions. Gratitude takes the focus off of what you don't have and what you want to get and puts your focus back on what God has already done. Let's begin by taking a look at the truth, the scripture found in God's word, the truth on gratitude. Psalm 100 verse 4 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. This truth can transform our lives. This verse is God guiding us on how to connect with him, how to enter into his presence. God is telling us, before you start your Bible study, before you start your prayer time, begin with a moment of thanks. This truth can maximize the time we spend with God in prayer or Bible study. Begin with a moment of thanks. The next word of truth comes from 1 Chronicles 16, verse 34. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good and his love endures forever. This quote can be found throughout Scripture, Chronicles, Isaiah, Jeremiah, and then repeatedly in the book of Psalms. So then I asked myself, why is it in there repeatedly? Well, I think it might be in there repeatedly for two reasons. First, it's a command. It's a command to thanks, thank God. It says, give thanks. 
You see, gratitude is really not an option. It's also in there often because it's a reminder. On those days when everything is going so horribly that you can't even imagine what you could be thankful for, it says God is good and his love endures forever. That's something to have gratitude for. Okay, so these two scriptures give us something to think about. God commands us to be thankful, and when we are thankful, we enter into his presence. So that right there, that's truth. Truth that transforms, something to think about. However, it's time to hold on to our seats because God has something else to say, something that can be truly transformative. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Yes, that's really what it says, all circumstances. Obeying God's word will transform your life. Even when it's a challenging message like give thanks in all circumstances. Okay, so you're thinking, yeah, it's really easy for her to be up there preaching about gratitude and thanksgiving and all this stuff. I mean, she's got an easy life. I got a pretty handsome husband, two cute kids. <laughs> what more could I want, right? Well, in a lot of ways, that's true. I have tons to be thankful for. I do have a handsome husband and two sweet little girls, along with an awesome extended family and friends to support us in this church. However, life has not always been easy for us. I thought I would take you on a quick spin over the past 10 years of our lives so that you can see that gratitude has often been a choice I had to make. So here we go, a little spin back on the refs past 10 years. 10 years ago, while on a family vacation to Florida, I was diagnosed with a brain aneurysm and two developmental venous anomalies. After days of testing and procedure after procedure after procedure, the doctors decided to attempt to put a small coil into the mouth of the aneurysm to prevent it from bursting. Unfortunately, the opening of the aneurysm was too large, and they determined that further surgery was a greater risk than leaving the aneurysm. To this day, I carry these abnormalities in my brain. Nearly two years later, while I was several months pregnant, pregnant with our first child, Brian underwent the first of his several fixator surgeries. The surgeries were an attempt to help fix his ankle, and to help him walk more freely and without pain. The surgery consisted of Brian having over 20 pins and a metal cage in his leg from his knee to his foot. Unfortunately, the surgery made his ankle worse. Many of you may have seen Brian here at church and all about with this giant metal cage on his leg. Approximately one year after Brian's first fixator surgery, he underwent a second surgery, fixator surgery, to help correct the damage done by the first and to try to reach the goal that was attempted in the first surgery. They literally cut a wedge out of his ankle 
then put it into place, then use the numerous pins and the metal cage to slowly move it back into place. Sadly, after an extended stay in this fixator, Brian's ankle did not improve. To this day, each step that he takes is a step in pain. Each week, as you see him walk to teach junior high Sunday school, or all around the building setting up for youth group, he's doing so in pain. He committed to serve God, to be thankful, and he is not allowing this challenge to sidetrack him from God's plan for his life. Nearly two years out of the past 10 years of my life, I spent vomiting over 20 times a day. And no, that's not an exaggeration. During my second pregnancy, I vomited from essentially the first day till just days before delivery over and over and over again. A few months after our second daughter was born, I began vomiting again and again and again for months until my gallbladder was removed. A few months after my gallbladder was removed, the vomiting returned unexplainably for months. To this day, doctors have been unable to determine the reason for my struggles with ongoing nausea and vomiting. And these are just some of the highlights of our past 10 years. <laughs> Not to mention expensive car repairs, house repairs, visits for both of our daughters to AI DuPont Hospital. I mean, the list could go on and on and on. And this doesn't even include the stuff happening to our extended family around us. So why share all this? I share this so that you can see that just like you, I have faced struggles and hardships. You see, we may not be able to choose the situations we face, but we can choose how we respond. We can choose to respond in anger, bitterness, or self-pity. Or we can choose gratitude for all that God has done. As Andy Stanley says, we can get bitter or we can get better. Please know that some challenges in our life are so overwhelming that we may spend time in grief, sorrow, and anguish. And God can handle that emotion if you turn it over to him. The attitude of gratitude that I'm talking about is one that says, God, I might not be happy with, um, with my circumstance, but I am so thankful for all that you are and all that you have done. So how do we develop this type of an attitude of gratitude? An attitude that carries us through the hard times. Let's take a look at my three P's of gratitude. <laughs> the first is prepare. You must prepare to be grateful. So how do you do that? First, make a commitment today that you will be thankful no matter what comes your way. When I was in middle school, I fully surrendered my life to Christ. And when I did that, that included being thankful in all circumstances, even when I was not happy with what was coming my way. After committing to gratitude, you must prepare with the knowledge of the truth, God's word. It has the power to transform our lives, but you must read it and know it. 
The Bible is alive and active, and it never fails to do what God purposes it to do. Read it and know it. Take some time to look up some of the scriptures I shared tonight, or search God's word for some scriptures that are really important to you. Seek and know scriptures about God's faithfulness, about his mercy, about his unending love, so that when the time comes and things are not going your way, you can simply praise God for his character, for who he is and always will be. Sometimes when facing hardships, I just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, over and over again. I may add, thank you for who you are, for your love and for your faithfulness. Or I might go back to the scripture that I mentioned a little earlier. Thank you, God, for you are good and your love endures forever. These types of prayers help me to praise God even when I'm not thrilled with my circumstances. The first P, prepare. Make a commitment today to be thankful and then be familiar with verses that encourage you to do so. The next P, practice. We need to practice gratitude. It may not come easily to you, especially if you're currently facing hardships. So how can you practice an attitude of gratitude? First, when you wake up in the morning, thank God. Thank him for another breath. Thank him for the bed that you slept in. Thank him for another day. Thank him for all that he's going to do for you in the day ahead of you. Next, consider starting a thankfulness journal. If you're like, oh no, I am really not good at journaling, that's okay. Neither am I. <laughs> but a few weeks ago, my mom and my sister-in-law, Katie, and I started these thankfulness journals. And honestly, I'm off to a slow start. But a few days after we began, Katie called me and she said, wow, you know, doing this journal, I've been really able to focus on the things that God is doing and not just the things that I still need help with. She was freely able to thank God for what he was currently doing in her life. If you're looking for a way to practice gratitude with your family, I have another idea. It's a Thanksgiving jar. Now, if you're not crafty, that's also okay, because neither am I. <laughs> but that's okay. We just used this little jar that we got as a gift, and then my girls cut out some slips of papers, and we set the jar on the table with the slips of papers beside it, and then as we felt led, we would just write a little note of thanks and put it into the jar. And it helped us to focus on what God was doing in our lives. And I'm so excited because tomorrow on Thanksgiving, we're going to get to pull out each slip and read it and think about what God is doing. It was so great because I just love to watch the jar fill up, so I would always be looking, like, what can I be thankful for that I can add to my jar? I'm having so much fun. We may just be doing our Thanksgiving jar all year long, but in any case, these are some simple tips that you might use to practice gratitude. Practicing gratitude is simply finding a way to thank God and thank others on a regular basis. Tonight, when you came in, you found a little card on your chair. And this is your opportunity to practice gratitude. I'd love it if you would take the card home with you 
and then at some point in the next few days, say a prayer, and then write a note of gratitude to God or to someone in your life that you would like to express your gratitude for. So take this home with you, pray about it, and then express your gratitude to God or someone in your life. By regularly practicing gratitude, we will be ready to thank God even in the hard times. The third P is proclaim. Psalm 107 verse 2 says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We must express our gratitude out loud. If you feel like you are being pressed down by an attitude of bitterness or anger or self-pity, quoting scripture and thanking God aloud is a great way to make Satan flee. It also improves your own attitude. I don't want Satan to have one chance to steal the joy and the peace that God has promised me even in hard times. So I will often thank God aloud. And you can even get high-tech about it. Many of you in this room have received emails from me when our family was going through a tough time. And you may have noticed, or maybe not, that at the end, I often included a little thanksgiving, whether it was just for a nice doctor that we had, or for the care and love and support of our family. Again, I am committed to gratitude, and I do not want Satan to have a chance to sidetrack me. So even if it's high tech, I'm going to add a little gratitude. There are things to be thankful for each and every day. You are a child of God. God will never leave you nor forsake you. God will work all things for the good of those who love the Lord. These are things to be thankful for, and these are things to proclaim out loud. We can each be transformed by the truth of gratitude if we will prepare by committing today that we will be grateful and by getting familiar with scriptures that encourage gratitude. If we practice by daily taking time to find simple ways to express our thankfulness to God and to those around us. And by proclaiming, proclaiming aloud gratitude for all that God has done in our lives. In a moment, we're going to close this message with a song that's special to me. It's my song of commitment to God. When I sing this song, I'm committing to praise God no matter what. This type of commitment is dangerous, especially when you sit down to ready to talk about it. You see, when you commit to follow Christ in a radical way, it's likely that you will be tested. You see, about six weeks ago, my health issues resurfaced. For weeks, I was struggling to keep down even small amounts of food and water. Then more recently, I've been able to keep down some food and water but wake up each morning 
vomiting bile over and over again, and then have bouts of vomiting throughout the day. This is exhausting, frustrating, and irritating. In the past two weeks, Brian's good ankle swelled up to the size of a baseball, making it nearly impossible for each step that he took. So what was I going to do? I'd committed long ago to follow Christ and to be thankful in all things. Just a few days ago, I laid in bed, and as the feeling of the need to vomit was quickly approaching, I knew that everything I believed about gratitude was being challenged. So I began with obedience. I began to thank God. Thank you, God, for my house. Thank you, God, for my bed. Thank you, God, for my clothes. But it all seemed so trite. I knew God wanted more from me. So I just said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I realized again and at once in that moment that Jesus is enough. Jesus is more than enough. So I told God, if I vomit every day for the rest of my life, it's okay. Because I have Jesus, and Jesus is enough. If you're here tonight and you have not begun the life-transforming journey of a relationship with Jesus Christ. Don't wait. Don't wait another moment because Jesus is enough. He can bring thanksgiving from your sorrow, from your pain, from your rage, from your anguish. Jesus is enough. As we begin this special song, my song of commitment, called Bring the Rain by Mercy Me. If you're here tonight and you already have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I challenge you to make it your commitment song, your commitment song to praise God even in the rain. And if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, then during this song, I encourage you to pray, to ask him to forgive you, to fill you, and turn your life over to him. I will be more than happy to pray with you, and I know any of the members of the Connection Prayer team would be also. It's been an honor to be here with you tonight, and thank you, Turner and Stephanie, for sharing this special song. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302 378 7692 Connection Community Church Connecting people with Jesus in the life